Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof. We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, this is the Housing for the Aged Action Group show. My name's Shane and I'm here with my co-hosts Fiona and Pam. Hi everyone. Hi. Hi Shane. Hi everyone. Um, so if you were listening in to hear Renegade Economists, um, you'll be happy to know that they've just moved time slots. So you can listen to the Renegade Economist show, uh, a fantastic show, uh, on the fourth Wednesday of the month from 6 to 6.30. That's our old time slot. Um, so Renegade Economists, still here, fourth Wednesday, 6 to 6.30. Uh, and that might leave you with the question, who are we? Mm-hmm. So, who, Fiona, who are we? We're Housing for the Aged Action Group, and we run the Raise the Roof show, which is this show in a new time slot. We're very excited to be here. Um, Housing for the Aged Action Group is an organisation that works with older people around housing issues and tr- strives to achieve housing justice for people who are a little bit older in the community. So, Pam, um, what's your bit involvement in Housing for the Aged? Um, well, I'm, I'm an aged person and I'm a volunteer and um, I got involved about 12 months ago um, because I've lived in social housing for 18 years mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of the problems that people have with homelessness and that and one of the tenants asked me to come along to a meeting and I came along to a meeting and I was sold. Great. What, what was it about the organisation? Uh, just um, it just runs so well, and um, it did what it was saying it was going to do. It mm-hmm. homed, uh, homed the homeless, and uh, and uh, did all the things that uh, that should be being done out there for for homeless people or aged homeless people as well as homeless people. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. So Hag's been around for over thirty years now. It was started by uh, a group of public housing residents who were concerned about older people's housing issues. And we carry on uh, in their spirit and their legacy. Uh, and you hear Molly, one of the founding members, in the intro to the show. Mm. Um, so Fiona, I'm going to come back to you now. For for our new listeners who aren't familiar with the organisation, like what are the day to day activities? Like what's Hag doing? So HAG has a team of workers who um, work really hard to try and get long-term and affordable housing for people who are aged over 50. So people come to us if they are perhaps struggling in private rental or maybe they're couch surfing or living with their friends and family and want a place of their own and can't afford to um, rent or can't afford to own their own home. So they come to our team of housing workers who work with them to work out what it is that they want and try to get them into the appropriate housing. And if they don't have any assets, then they may be eligible for public or social housing. And then our workers will work with them to get them um, into that sort of housing, or else they may be eligible for our retirement housing service and we will try to get them into retirement housing. People that live in retirement housing 
um, that have problems with their managers also come to us and we advocate on their behalf. Um, and the other thing we do is we try and spread the word about housing issues for older people. So we have a team of peer educators and bilingual educators who go to groups of seniors or um, out into the community and talk about things that may make people at risk of homelessness. Mm. So yeah, really important work. Um, I mean, we've said a lot about homelessness already today, but I guess one thing that's worth emphasising is that for HAG, it's not just about people who are already homeless, uh, and especially not just about people fitting some sort of stereotypical idea about what homelessness is. We consider that private rental housing, which is uh, one of the fastest growing forms of housing for older people in Victoria, uh, and it's a, it's a well-established statistic that uh, people over 55 do make up the fastest growing segment of the private rental market. Private rental is just fundamentally unsuitable for older people. That's that's always been our view for, for 30 odd years now. Um, the rent is unaffordable, the tenure is unsecure, uh, the properties are, are difficult or costly and sometimes simply impossible to modify as people age. And those are all issues that expose older people to the risk of homelessness. So uh, some so if you are in private rental as an older person, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to talk to you about what it is we can do to improve things for you. Um, obviously, the corollary of that, of saying that private rental is unsuitable, is that we're huge advocates for public housing, um, public and social housing, but public housing in particular. We believe that the, the government has an obligation to meet people's human right to, to housing and that the, the policies of successive governments that have seen public housing so badly run down uh, in this state and across Australia have been disastrous. Um, for all of us, but for older people in particular. Yeah, just like public schools and public hospitals, public housing needs to be a priority. And that's one of the things that we do day to day is advocate to government for increased investment in that. Yeah. So we have a, a range of lobbying activities and political activities. We run some working groups, or I think maybe at this point just one working group, um, which is, again, for older people, by older people, um, to advocate for older people's housing needs. Um, at the end of the show, we'll give out some contact information. So if you'd like to get involved, either um, you want some advice about your housing situation or you need some help with your housing situation, um, or because you'd like to get involved politically and you'd like to know more about the working groups or the volunteer opportunities, um, we'll have all that information at the end of the show. Um, so make sure that you get your pen and paper uh, ready for that. Um, anything else that you want to tell us about HAG? It's just a really great organisation. It's at Flinders Lane, um, right in the middle of the city, and it's in a building that's filled with other advocacy groups and social justice groups, and so it's a really great place to drop in and say hi. So feel free if you're in the city to drop on in. It's very welcoming too, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so Pam told us a bit about how she got involved in HAG. Fiona, how, what's your role at HAG and how did you uh, find your way there? So I was working in um, with the Ethnic Communities Council and I um, worked with Gemma on the culturally diverse project and that's, that's how Gemma from HAG Gemma from HAG yep and that's how I first got involved but I'd been working with older people in the community sector for 15 odd years and I've always been attracted to organizations that have a social justice perspective and are advocating for systemic change and so that was what attracted me to the organization um, and speaking for myself uh, I have a passionate hatred of real estate agents and landlords and that's that's really what brought me more or less directly to HAG. Uh, when I lived in Sydney I got involved with the tenants union there as a volunteer um, because I wanted to be involved in in you know advocating for people uh, facing the same sort of struggles that I was facing with my own real estate agent. Um, from there I ended up 
kind of working in this area. And eventually, uh, April, the former manager at HAG, heard me complaining bitterly about social housing organisations while I was visiting a friend in Ross House, and she poached me from there. Uh, so that's how I came to be working at HAG. Uh, I'm talking to you now. So all that said, we're going to hear now from some people who actually have been housed by HAG. Um, Fiona, can you tell us what it is that we're about to be listening to? Yeah, so there's a, a public housing estate um, in the western suburbs that um, our housing workers have, have housed a number of people in. And you're hearing from two of them today and they're being interviewed by Gemma, who I mentioned earlier, who's our um, the coordinator of our peer educators. So we're going to hear from Vanessa Hart, who is one of our peer educators and was actually um, experiencing um, homelessness, rough sleeping actually, both of them were at the time, and had really, really struggled with the crisis housing system and, and until they um, by chance stumbled across HAG and are now extremely happy in their public housing estate where they've um, really built up the community and, and that's what they'll be talking about with Gemma today. Well, you would say they're extremely happy with us, but let's hear from them. <laughs> Good morning, I'm Vanessa. I'm here with Jennifer. We're here to discuss how we came to HAG, how we found out about HAG, what has HAG done for us, where we're going from here and what we're doing. I think Jennifer's gonna tell us a bit about her story. So Jennifer, would you like to go start it? I found out about Haig from Vanessa and she took me in, uh, gave me a phone number and I rang and then I went in for a meeting. Where were you at this time? Uh, well, I was homeless actually. I was um, living out of a car and then I came and I had a few nights a week with Vanessa and then um, eventually Darwin from Haig, he got me a unit here in Leverton and I'm very happy here. What what caused all this for you? Well, I was um, I was working full time, but my daughter got sick and she wanted to commit suicide. So I gave up work. I moved down to Melbourne and I um, looked after her. I used all my money, um, my super, and eventually ran out of money. And that's how I got in this position. Did anybody else help you? Did you know where to go? How to find a way out of your situation? No, I didn't. Um, only through Vanessa. So how did you meet Vanessa? I met her through Tai Chi in the community hub in Laverton. <laughs> That's how I met Vanessa. <laughs> and Vanessa, had you been involved in HAG for a little while before meeting Jennifer? Uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough. Um, I went in there uh, through like this, there was a, an area in Sunshine, I think it was Selvas or something, and they showed me HAG and I was, I'm dyslexic, so I couldn't write up the reports and stuff I needed. So she wrote everything up and told me to come straight to HAG, told me where to go. I came down there, a blubbering idiot, crying, like I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. I, I just wanted to kill myself. I had nowhere to go. I had no, I had nothing in my life to live for. I have a children, but I didn't want them to know that because it was, I was so ashamed that how could I get myself in this mess? Um, so I went to HAG and um, Naomi, I think it was, um, took me there, she talked to me, they got the paperwork done. I was so fortunate I got a home within three weeks. And then I started to live a bit because I was relaxed, I was had a place, I, I, I wasn't on the streets, I, I, I didn't, you know, I had somewhere to go. I met Jennifer later on and um, because you can't, the Housing Commission, you can't have somebody stay with you permanently, mm -hmm. Jennifer stayed three, four nights a week and I made her come here and then she'd go off 
to wherever she went. She, you know, I, I didn't know what had happened to her. She'd go to her sister sometimes. She'd go in her car because she had nowhere to go. And uh, I kept calling her back and um, we, I took her down to Hague and um, Darwin sat there. We had the meeting here. She talked to him. And the thing I like about Hague is that they don't stop after they've given you the place. They came after and they made sure their presence was known. They did everything for me to make me comfortable. They didn't leave me just hanging after that. They didn't say, well, thank you, see you later, goodbye, good riddance. No, they, they, they followed up right after everything for months afterwards. So they don't stop and, uh, and, and leave you hanging. That's the one good thing about I like Hag, and that's why I, I try to give back now because they've been wonderful and um, they look after everybody. Brilliant. And um, Vanessa's one of our peer educators and she's going to be helping to spread the word about Home at Last and how people can get help with housing across um, this beautiful city of ours. So <laughs> thank you so much, Vanessa, for doing that great no work. Um, so we're sitting right now in this gorgeous little unit um, in Laverton. How long have you been here? About three, four years now. Yeah, I love it. I've been here for 12 months. Um, but it's a beautiful spot. The neighbours are all good and there's only nine units here. So it's a nice little village. <laughs> well, the, the community is really good because we help each other here. We, we, we just seem to help each other. I grow a garden and I help people all around and I give them the fruits and vegetables, people I know that don't have. Um, I, I see, even though I don't have much, whatever clothes I have, I'll give them to one of the girls up the front because I know she gives them to other people who don't have. Things like that, you have to help and you have to do. Um, this is why I want to do as much as I can for, I do volunteer on Sunshine Hospital also, and I just want to give as much as I can because I did this when I was a young child. I was 16 years old and I did hair for, for the disabled and, and many other people like that. And uh, I just wanted to give, do more like that. And that's what I've been doing around the community lately yeah. as much as I can. So it seems like there's a really good sense of community in this block of units. Have you and we're in public housing. Have you ever had a similar sense of community before? Or is this the first time that you've lived somewhere where, you know, you've had great friends and um, helped each other out and, you know, shared things and that sort of thing? No, this is fantastic. We've got a nice group. Yeah, it really is. I've never had friends because I wasn't allowed to have friends. My father and mother would never let me have friends. They just made me work, 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 and, and they take all my money. Mm -hmm. I had no friends and I had no life. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof! We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. married to come to, to get out of the house and he needed to come to Canada and then we came here and then he decided I'm not good enough so he left me and I was on my own then um, but since then as you say I just it's just wonderful you start to know all your all the people I know everybody in, in the units everybody and I talk to all of them mm -hmm. I, 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 I they all know me because I'm so shy 
but they all know me and I talk to everybody around me and I make sure that, you know, everything is all right. If mm -hmm. I know something's wrong, I will try to help them, whatever I can. That's, you know, I have no money, but other things you can do for people. It's not just a matter of just giving, giving money. Anybody can do that, but it's give yourself to them. That's more, and I think that's more precious than anything anybody mm -hmm. can give, so. I'm the driver. Well, yes, yes, when, you're the designated driver. When they want to go shopping, I'm the driver. <laughs> yes, she is. And they go and get their, that's all right, but their groceries or yeah, whatever. That's why I say we all have to work together to in this community to do things together. So it's that's, amazing. That's why it's, it's an, a close-knit community. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you so much to the two of you for having a chat with us today. It's been really lovely to um, hang out with you. And, yeah, I wish you all the best for the future. Thank you. My name is Ruby Susan Mountford. My pronouns are they. You're listening and to 3CR Radical Radio, and that was Binday with Stella, Rosie, and Claudia on. Hello, I'm Liz Wright. Welcome to Are You Looking at Me and International Day for People with Disability. Today on the show, we meet Trish Maloney and Frank Corbenti, who are some of the elders. Did you miss our 12 hour special broadcast for International Day of People with a Disability? Radical Disabled programmers discuss the NDIS, Aboriginal rights, creativity, youth access, financial security, parenting, LGBTIQ, intersections and so much more. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash disability day 2018 and listen back anytime. Join me, Sally Goldner, the presenter of Out of the Pan, for a live broadcast on International Trans Day of Visibility at Hares and Hyenas on 31st of March 2019, organised by Transgender Victoria with 3CR. With co-host Mama Alto, we'll be moderating a live panel discussion about issues, experiences and intersections between and about trans people of colour. Get your tickets online at tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au That's tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au Or listen live to the discussion right here on 855am on digital and streaming online. Uh, you're listening to Raise the Roof on 3CR. My name's Shane and I'm here with Fiona and Pam. We just heard Bex Marshall with the song Rent My Room, thematically appropriate music, always my favourite. Um, this is our first show in the new time slot, so if you're listening for Renegade Economists, uh, congratulations on coming across this amazing show instead. Uh, but you can still hear Renegade Economists uh, on the fourth Wednesday from 6 to 6.30. will be their new time slot. So... Uh, what we'd like to talk to you now about, Fiona, you mm. have some information for us from the census. Yeah, so the stories that we just heard from Vanessa and Jennifer um, kind of illustrate the bigger picture that we're starting to see through looking at the census data. Um, and we have, a, and Jeff, who's been, and Debbie from Adelaide have been going around looking at a whole bunch of information that's showing we have a really huge problem in Australia. Um, and basically, if you're a woman and you're single and you're financially disadvantaged or on a fixed income like New Start or the pension, 
and you don't own your own home, you're potentially in real trouble. Yep. Um, and the data that we're seeing now um, is showing that there's a big, big jump in older women um, who are homeless. So homelessness has increased 12% for all age groups, and um, but for women it's and for older women it's much, much higher. So there's been a 29% increase in people age 55 and over between 2011 and 2016, I think it is, and a 47% increase in people aged 65 to 74. So that's nearly doubled. Mm, gee, that's um, bad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so mm. 65 to 74 years old, that's, that's you know, it's, yeah, it's it, heading into kind of needing to have secure housing. You don't, definitely don't want to find yourself homeless. No, for yeah. sure. And and even if uh, you're not homeless, a lot of them are in ad- inadequate uh, rental because um, they've had to put up with what whatever they've got. Yeah, um, and the most disturbing statistic at all is that there's been a 56% increase in older homeless women aged 65 to 74. Wow. Yeah, it's not an age you want to be homeless. Def- that's for sure. Definitely not. So, so um, I guess the factors that are leading to that is um, not only an aging population, but that many people are decreasing there's a decreasing number of people who are um, owning their own home when they get to retirement so they're heading to retirement age and they may be paying off their mortgage or they may have never even had a mortgage at all Um, and so because there's been no investment in public housing over many 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 years there's just no options for people the other thing I wanted to um, read you out is this quote from some people in New South Wales that we interviewed that Jeff and um, and Deb interviewed as part of their project and it was saying that they're paying $350 a week in rent and the quote is my biggest fear that keeps me awake at night is what is going to happen when one of us goes whoever is left will have a huge reduction in income just thinking about it gives me nightmares I don't sleep well and it always seems worse at 3 a.m. I try to be independent and think positive I know there are lots of people who are worse off than us and I have lots to be thankful for and I think that's part of the thing as well that people don't want to come for help because they think there's there's wor- people worse. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's what is great about HAG is that we are able to help people before they get to that crisis point. Mm. Which is very important to to have that peace of mind, even if it doesn't happen today. Mm. You know, if it's going to happen down the track, yeah, mm. which is great. The forward planning thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just about out of time for this month. Is there anything else that you want to say, Fiona? Uh, no. No. You, you look. You, she gave me this look like she couldn't believe I was cutting her off. Yeah. And then I asked her if there's anything else to say, and absolutely not. No, All right. Nothing. Um, well, thanks very much for listening. This was, like I say, our first show in our new time slot, but we'll be back with you uh, every second and fourth Wednesday from 5.30 uh, here on 3CR. Um for our next show, two weeks from, from right now, uh, we're going to be talking to so, uh, Social Security Rights Victoria. Lots of our members um, and clients have uh, are reliant on Centrelink income, whether that's a pension or a new start. Uh, and you may be shocked to hear many of them have problems dealing with Centrelink. So we've often heard from our members <laughs> that they'd like more information about their rights. Uh, so that's what we'll be aiming to bring you uh, this time in a fortnight. The contact information, if you want to get in touch with HAG because you are at risk of homelessness yourself, um, you want some information about your future, you've got a problem with a dodgy retirement village, whatever it might be, or you want to get involved in some of our campaigning activities, uh, Fiona, what's the, what are the contact details? Another blank look from Fiona. <laughs> the the no, phone number is the, 9654 7389. <laughs> 
Um, we're at Ross House, which is 247 to 251 Flinders Lane, Melbourne. Um, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us at oldertenants.org.au. And that number again, uh, Fiona's still shaking I'm her head saying blankly. I'm you should give out the 1300 number. Well, I don't know that one, so I'm just going to give this out again. 9654 Apparently, there's also a 1300 number, and maybe next month or we'll, no, next week in a fortnight, a we'll bring that to you. It appropriate word after oh, here is some some great number. radio <laughs> yeah fiona is digging through her bag oh looking God. for this phone number here, for go. here, here she goes go. here we go one three hundred seven six five one seven eight. 765 that number again one three hundred seven six five one seven eight. all right that's great um we'd love to hear from you uh and we hope that you'll hear from us again in two weeks time uh until then i'm gonna leave you with a song this is the Scissor Sisters, and the song is called Comfortably Numb. Thanks for listening.